0: now the blaze radio network presents 40 acres and a fool here's your host cam edwards greetings from the near frontier thank you for tuning in to another edition of 40 acres and a fool from blaze podcast network my name is cam i'm joined by the one and the only miss e hey y'all hello 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 i'm fine just fine. Just fine. Well, better than not fine. I'm just
1: nervous about next week. Wondering what's going to happen if it's not working again. Well, the first thing I'm gonna do is go get a drink. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And then I'll don't. come home after an hour, and then tell, you know we'll 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 talk about it. But
0: yeah, it's been what five
1: weeks five since weeks. you've been able to have alcohol. Yeah. This is, well, yeah, because it's. The directions on the immunotherapy drug were eliminate and avoid, and I was like, "Well, what's the difference?" But one of my nurse friends told me, "Eliminate means stop drinking alcoholic beverages, and avoid means watch out for it in your food."
0: Oh, so even more. So the tinctures, so like no rum cake, no. Yeah, uh, like
1: the stuff, stuff, like that. No, you know, booze in your cake. No, you know, something in you yeah. know a pie. You know, no, like something flambé because there's a, a little oh, subtle yeah. trace of alcohol. Bananas and, Foster. Stuff yeah, like that, that kind of thing. So yeah, totally. Avoid and eliminate. So I've been very good. I've been done doing both, um, but yeah, if it's not working. I'm like, screw that. I'm gonna get a drink.
0: <laughs> well, gonna need one anyway. I uh, I hope that you don't get to have a drink. Yeah, I know. But if you do get to go have a drink, I I hope it's a strong one. <laughs> and and then you know what? We'll we'll deal with what comes next. I mean, we were we have a friend, and you were talking to her. And she had cancer, and she had to go through four different trials. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if this trial doesn't work, the good news is there are lots of other trials for you to try. Yep. You know? Yep. And so it's just a matter of finding one that works for us and works for you. But you know what? All of that is an unknown anyway. Right? Yeah. No use of worry about something over which I have no control. Exactly. Sometimes you can't help it. No, I know. But Today was just one of those days. Usually I'm just like,
1: la, 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 you know, yeah. like
0: whatever. Listen, I have those days too. I do. I don't talk about them with you because, you know, I don't want to bring you down. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. you're having it. a good day and I'm not, I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, I was thinking, what if it doesn't work? I'm not going to do that, you know. Yeah. But I have my will done. Yes, so you do. Have i got your all well that done. set
1: up, and I have my advanced directive also um, ready to go in case so that you don't end up making me into a taxidermy in an evening I, or something. I, I, I've
0: given up the idea of stuffing you. Thank
1: you. I re- really appreciate
0: that. You're very welcome.
1: I think the only thing I have to actually write down are my plans for the funeral, but
0: you already know. So, yeah, You wanted a polka band. Right.
1: Sure. Why not? As long as I play up in the, over in the in, in the, the pasture, pasture where I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go in the family, the the family that used to be here cemetery. <laughs> I want to be buried over there. Uh, I want my bones to be buried over there. Remember the brownie recipes going on the back mm-hmm, on the back, and of and then the headstone. my ashes are going to the beach to get made into a, a sand castle that gets washed away into the ocean.
0: So yeah. So now, okay, now it's on tape. You right. Know.
1: So there you go. That's the plan, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're not going to worry about that for a long, long time. Not until you're 116.
1: No, but I mean, practical. I mean, everybody dies, so I know. it's good to have all that paperwork in place just in case something happens. You never know. You know, you're people right. have have been ridiculously healthy and they've been doing something and blam stamp. Yep. The Whole family sucker punched. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. So no, I got everything ready. So just you know. It's all, it's all set, so.
0: All right, well, this has gotten off to a fairly depressing start, but it's yeah. not going to be the whole thing. I no, no. Because actually, like, things are going pretty well this week. Yeah. We don't know what next week's going to hold, but things are going well this
1: week. Yes, we've been, I've been milking the goats every morning. We still have, out of the four girls that are getting milked, three of them still are feeding babies. So I'm just getting everybody used to being on the milking stand, getting used to how it's going. And then as soon as everybody's going to be weaned, which is within the next two to three weeks for <laughs> Three of them. The fourth one was born really late, so he'll stay with his mom a little bit longer. Or we'll bottle feed him. I haven't decided yet. But anyway, um, so in like next two, three weeks, we'll go to Milking the Girls twice a day. So right now we're getting not quite a pint in the morning when I'm milking. Okay. Because, like I said, I'm like barely getting a couple of tablespoons out of, right. out of the girls who are still feeding their babies. The only one who's giving me a significant amount of milk is freckles because her two daughters are down working at the Virginia Tasting Cellar in Farmville helping clean up all of the brush on the, you know, the outside of the patio. So, Blossom and Buttercup.
0: That's right, the Virginia Tasting Cellar. So I got a call from the owner of the Virginia Tasting Cellar today. Um, we've had a lot of rain just in the past couple of days, Yeah. and I woke up this morning. I didn't realize how much rain we had, but we woke up this morning to a weather alert saying that two to four inches of rain had fallen overnight. And a couple hours later, I get a call from the owner of the one of the owners of the Virginia Tasting Cellar, and he said, "Hey," he "nothing to really worry about, but the water um, from the Appomattox River it's now a couple of inches." Uh, above the the electric fence. And he said, everything's going, everything's still green, everything's going to go. He's like, but is it okay to keep the goats there? He said, you know, today the, the river's going to crest, and I think we've got them safe. I said, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, will so, be all right. And then I hadn't seen the river yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I saw the river this afternoon. Holy moly. Should we take the girls home? No, I don't think so. I think we'll be okay. Okay. And tomorrow it really should be lower, but um, yeah, it's really, really high. They're, oh, are wow. probably not eating too much brush today they're no. probably just uh staying
1: hanging, hanging out inside the igloo trying to not get rained on too. yeah
0: but they've gotten a lot of attention i bet in farmville and there are signs up uh please do not feed the goats and uh and i think they're yeah i think they're having a, a good time it's like summer camp for yeah. goats. It just gets them away for a couple of weeks plus these two needed to get weaned and yeah I was just to saying, the little perfect ones perfect probably aren't coming back
1: no they're, they'll probably sell them from there and we'll just get two more little ones to replace them
0: and We'll see what happens. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, the goats are doing well. Um, the garden's going pretty well. The the peppers that I thought were dying, I think the rain may have saved them. Yeah, we've got so much we haven't had to do
1: any watering in weeks and weeks. So, yeah. it's all it's all Mother Nature.
0: Yep, so which I say, is I mean that, that. That's great. That's the way I, I prefer it.
1: Yeah, also. I do too. Because at least they, we know how much water they're supposed to get. Although, we're getting a little bit too much water. But the good thing about raised beds is it's not sitting in it it the what it doesn't need it just kind of drains out the bottom and we have a nice big mix of um soil compost and
0: peat moss that'll just hold just enough moisture in there yeah so uh, you told me today that the cucumbers were really growing so i took a look and, and they're skinny they're, yeah but, but they're, they're like four inches they long yeah all they gotta do is plump up yeah. basically i mean it's amazing they went from flower to all of a sudden like four inches long cucumbers and we have that's, a
1: lot of flowers on those cucumber plants we do
0: and we're starting to get a lot of flowers on the tomato plants too which is awesome
1: yeah and everything already has to be strung up Again. Again. Yeah. Like I Like, we went through last weekend. Now I guess it was the weekend before last. Yeah, probably two weeks. But it, I strung everybody to the top. Like, I got string all the way. And they've all, almost all of them have exceeded Doubled. the boundaries yeah. of that. So, I'm going to have to go back and go. And for people who don't understand, so what we've done is we have raised beds. So, in each corner of the raised bed, we have uh, the fence post, the kind that you drive in with the big bangy thing. <laughs> and then... We have the tomatoes pointed in between the posts. So they're around the perimeter of the garden bed. There's nothing in the center. And so as the tomatoes get bigger, we string um, twine, which in this case is like jute or uh, what is it? Begins with an S. I don't know. It's the biodegradable string. Okay. And so we wrap it around the posts and then we put the tomato plants in between the string. So you're creating little paths and then you just kind of Make it go up. If you if you Google Florida fencing for tomatoes, yeah, this is this to is what and it, it is. It yeah. I'll show you, how, you it, just, how to do it. You'll exactly see what it is. But that's what it's called, Florida fencing. We're just doing it in a square in a raised garden bed. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be working. As a matter of fact, I'm going to apply the same principle to the cucumber bed because it is blowing out of its <laughs> boundaries, <laughs> and it'll make mowing impossible if we let it go down. And then it'll just climb up and get into the tomato bed. So right. we're going to do the same thing. We're going to pound in four posts and run some string and create a trellis system that
0: they can climb up. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. You know, it is interesting, though, because I was thinking, like, at some point we're probably going to have to cut back the cucumbers and, and you know, keep Give them in a place. Trim. Yeah, and, and I know that last year, um, with the tomatoes, you had said that we wanted to do that, too. At some point, rather than them continue to grow up, you wanted them to direct their energy into, into fruit. fruit. So, But the
1: problem is is they're all indeterminate. So, they just keep producing it as they grow longer anyway.
0: Right. Okay. So, we don't need to trim them back? No,
1: I don't think so. We just would have to trim them back if we don't want them to get unruly.
0: Okay. So, all right. Well, I guess we'll try to keep them semi-ruly. Yeah. There are a lot in there. That's the thing. Like
1: double-planted. I know. And none of them die. And I know. (laughs) And none of them. We probably should have gone and pulled out some plants, but uh, they seem to be doing fine, though. That's the thing. Yeah. They're getting lots of good air. They're getting plenty of moisture. They're in a rich environment. No. and I haven't even given them any. I have bought some of that organic plant food, Miracle Grow stuff, and mm-hmm. it's been too wet to do, use it because you're supposed to spray it on. So I haven't been able to. I haven't
0: watered. Right.
1: So I'm like, uh, okay, how do I do this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the uh, the garden is going pretty well. Um, the goats are doing well. We did lose. We lost Clyde. Yeah. We lost our rooster, Houdini Clyde, the the out the beta rooster, the one who slept outside, the right. rooster who thought he was a goat.
1: Yes, um, um, is know. gone. We and it's really a shame because we didn't notice, and he must have been gone for a couple of days. Yeah. like I'm like, where's I, I, I just realized of, I was like, have you I haven't have you seen have you seen no Ooh, how long has it been? I don't remember. Yeah,
0: it was. It, what, what triggered it for me was hearing Mister Crow or other rooster crow and not hearing another crow in return and because you, you know yeah like, they
1: always yell back and forth at right each other. and
0: so I, it's like hearing them crow now is like crickets you don't even really pick up on it right but all of a sudden i was like something's different yeah <laughs> and i listened and i was like there's no clyde there's yeah. no there's no response so, so who
1: knows if well we got ida gone ida's gone broody again and ida was the one who hatched out um she
0: was the one who hatched Houdini out clyde,
1: clyde. yeah
0: and so Bonnie.
1: and and um and who? Bonnie. Oh Bonnie, yeah, Bonnie and Bonnie Clyde. Clyde. We lost Bonnie. Did we? Yeah, something happened to her. And then we only the, the one we ended up left with was the stupid rooster. <laughs> um, so had four, I, out of four <laughs> chicks. I think, yeah, and I think I saw at least four or five blue eggs under Ida. So those are from our little Americana mixed birds. Okay. So we'll have a lot of blue egg layers.
0: Do you know how many eggs she's sitting on right now?
1: I think about eight. Okay, that's not so, too bad. No, it's not. And she she was outside. And one of the girls was in, and I was like, well, you better get out of here. She's going to be so mad at you. Get out. Get out. And finally, she ran out, and Ida comes in, and she's all super puffed up, and she goes <laughs> running right into the coop and right into her box. I was like, that would have been a big fight if she saw oh, that yeah. Geppetto was in her messing box. <laughs> so she might have added another egg to the mix. I haven't been able to get close enough to get any to of mark So I'm like, I don't want her attacking me. She is very, very protective of yeah. her eggs and of her chicks. She's really good about, She's for the a good most part, until yeah. so they get to a certain age, and then it's like she doesn't know you, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with you, and that's when the, they almost always end up getting snatched, or lost, or drowned, or do something right. stupid on their own. But
0: Well, so the good news is that this time around, we have... We've got a much better fencing situation. Yes, we do um, to keep them in. Yeah. So we might have to run some actual chicken wire around the bottom of yeah. that fence. Yeah,
1: because that's like it's right now. It's like two by four wire, so it's like two by four inches in space. Yeah, and a, and a chick could get through that. But if we put the small hold. Um, chicken wire just down as an apron along the, along the ground, mm-hmm. and that,
0: that would be perfect. And I was thinking just for the first couple of weeks after they're born, you know, they've got the chicken tunnel, which is probably also big enough for them to get through. Through, yeah. But we could just put a little screen of chicken wire in well, front of the tunnel the and just keep them in the yard for a couple of weeks in the yeah. chicken yard, and that'd be fine. Yeah. Because once they get to be like two or three weeks old, they're going to be too big to get through those little holes anyway. Yeah. So. Or
1: they get through them, they'll go back in. Yeah. So... So, That's the yeah. one thing. Like baby goats are doing the same thing. When the goat when the fence is off, some of them can fit through the holes mm-hmm. and then then when I turn the fence back on and they come running over, they get zapped every single time. So they know it's <laughs> a hot fence, but it's funny, they they can fit through it when it's not on. I'm like, Okay, please get a little bit bigger, guys. So I
0: know. they they are though, it's amazing how big they're getting. Yeah. Especially compared to the littlest one.
1: I know. Well he's a full month behind yeah. two of the other girls, so yeah, it's it's crazy how little Casper is in comparison to the other two, the other three that are there. We have Shark Boy, Lava Girl. No, not Lava Girl, but Shark Boy and uh, Franny's two daughters. We were Marsha Jan and Brady, so or Marsha Jan and Cindy. So oh, I guess yeah. those are Marsha and
0: Jan. Okay. So, well, we haven't formally named them. We could no, rename them because we, we haven't submitted, we haven't the paperwork, submitted the paperwork yet. We haven't submitted
1: paperwork yet because we've had issues with some of them, and we have to change uh lark shark boys to we by the time i got him to the vet his horns were too pronounced to get him disbutted without it being painful and mm-hmm. horrible so i was like just leave him so we have a little but we did get him banded so we have a little weather with horns so he won't <laughs> he, well the good thing is is he won't have the testosterone issues he yeah. won't be charging at you because he's not all hopped up on hormones. Right. So.
0: so we could keep him.
1: We could probably keep him and ha- have him hang out with And everybody. that way whenever...
0: Uh, we ever do get a buck. Well, if we bring Chico back yeah. for stud service, yeah. he's got a buddy to hang out with. Exactly. And
1: it would be one of his
0: sons. So. Yeah. And he could hang out with the girls in the meantime. Because we have decided... Um, sweet feed is is of the devil. Yeah. So, no more. Our, our goats are now completely eating the grass that they have available to them, except when they're on the milking stand.
1: Then the girls, but the adults only get it. And boys do not get sweet feed because boys have that problem. Yeah, we the
0: urethra, the, like urethra the, 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 the size cur- of a the, feather, the, the size of a hair.
1: The urinary calcium calcification that builds up. They get little stones in the urinary system. So, yeah, no grain at all for any of the boys or the babies because this makes them sick, too. And um, the girls are only getting it on the milking stand. So... And then they're not giving much, so they're getting milked out within you know a couple of minutes. Right. So it's not like they're getting pig; they're not being able to pig out there either. They're trying, believe me. They are trying. They're eating as fast as possible <laughs> when they're up on the milking stand. It's hilarious.
0: <laughs> well, they're so used to eating at night too that whenever I come home after doing Cam and Company, I get out of my car and I hear
1: well, we'll, just really we'll, loud. We'll but- be giving them. You know, they're seconds. We'll be we them at night. Oh, we'll
0: that's be, the thing. They're not hungry. No, but they're they'll
1: just used to it. But we'll, we'll be milking them, and they'll need more protein. Yeah. So we'll be we milk. Will, they'll be getting a second feeding at night when we, you know, of the mixy mix that we give them, and that way we'll get more milk for cheeses and stuff.
0: We are going to move the goats. Uh, the plan is to move the goats this weekend. Yeah. So to a rain. sunnier spot, <laughs> right? Because the fence has been giving us a little bit of problems because just of how, how shady it is, and then we've got an area. Uh, pretty close to the house that is, it, it used to be, it was one of the places where the pigs were, um, and so the ground is kind of uneven. It's kind of difficult to mow because the pigs have rooted up a lot of the ground, Yep. And so now you got a bunch of little scrub trees. So it's going to be perfect for the goats. I just have to bushwhack a a path for the the fence. Um, And once we get that done, we can put the goats in there, and it'll be a much sunnier spot, and I think everybody will be happier as well.
1: The sunny is because we have a solar panel. So we we do have a – it's a really good one from Premier One, and it has a cool feature in that usually for their old versions, um, you would have to take the battery out and attach it to a trickle charger to replenish it if your solar kind of crapped out on you, like it's happened to us. But now they have an adapter that you can put on, you can plug the whole charger unit into an outlet and get it charged, and it goes so much quicker. Uh, but the problem is, is that, yeah, we've, because it's in such a shady place, that we've had to charge it more often. But the good thing is, is that it actually tells you when it blinks green, it's fine. When it blinks green and red, you know the battery's going and you got to get it on the charger and when it's red then it's not working at all so right at least it tells you too this yeah. is a much better uh, version of that and
0: this should be system. actually closer to an electrical outlet that we can actually we can plug it in and leave yeah. it plugged in if need be if it you know if we get five or six days of rain in a row yeah. like we've had so uh, and i'm not complaining again i mean we've had you know uh, the, the, the atmatics river went over its banks but uh, we've had nothing like what folks in the Midwest have been dealing with this spring. So no, no and if complaints we did, at all. Then
1: it's the end of the world anyway, because we're mm-hmm. on a down, little so bit kind of a downhill from the main road, but we're way up hill from where the Creek is. Mm-hmm. And if that Creek ever gets to this level, that our house is flooded, then yeah, y'all better just
0: kiss your butts goodbye. <laughs> Cause yeah, you know, it is annoying though. So I went down by our Creek, which is also our shooting spot. Yeah. And, uh, we have had so much rain that about, I don't know, what would you say that is? Probably four acres, maybe? I have no maybe idea. Like three acres? I have no concept of distance. So it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's bottom land. And um, it's, it's so it's flat, but it's it's really low line. Yeah, it's really And there's actually like a little bit of a depression. So there's a creek, and then there's the creek bank, and then the ground dips a little bit, and then it rises back up on the hillside. So in that dip... The water collects, and there's yeah. nowhere for it to go, and it doesn't drain. We, we, I guess the water table is so high right now that we've got standing water. We've had standing water for six, seven weeks. I mean, yeah. I've not been able to mow no. because there's, you know, it's all two inches the, of water yeah, there. The, you tried once, and the tractor almost got stuck. Oh, yeah. So the other day, I'm out walking Zelda on a leash, and uh, she caught sight of the chickens, and I wasn't looking, and so... She ran and I wasn't paying attention, so she was able to bust my my grip on the leash, and she took off. And as soon as she realized that she was free, the chickens held no more interest for her, and instead she made a beeline down for the creek
1: oh, yeah, and the mud. Yeah,
0: right. And all of a sudden, our, our you know, white sparkling dog white dog is <laughs> a
1: muddy, wet mess, and she smelled like wet dog for at least two
0: days, she was uh, trying so, to get her
1: thick fur dried
0: off. Uh, so annoyed. But uh, other than that, she's been she's been pretty good. Bullet's been a good boy. A bullet's always usually a good boy. He
1: goes out, does his business, comes back to the house, barks to be let in at the door, right whereas she gets out if she get she got out she would never come back she would never come back <laughs> she would try to figure out a way to get in and try to chase the goats all over she'd be checking the chickens she'd get lost and then there would be no more no
0: yeah i think no, i think that's right i think that, i think it's exactly right so that's why she generally is on the leash i'm hoping that as she gets older she gets a little less spazzy but Bullet yeah. was never this spazzy. Bulldo was never
1: like <laughs> you know, No, he was always cool when he had on his little when he because when we got him he was eight weeks old and he was the run to the litter. So he was really only like five or six pounds when I got him. Mm-hmm. So we had one of those little tiny baby harness things on him. It's so funny to think of him out little because he's one hundred and thirty pounds of huge fluff now. One hundred and twenty-two. One hundred and twenty-two. That's right. He has lost weight on his diet. Um, but yeah, he is a massive man. Mountain dog. I mean, he is like a big <laughs> bra.
0: Yes, he's a. He's In comparison a,
1: to his babiness. But you're right, he was never a spaz. He was never a big mm-hmm. polar. He liked to go to walks. He just liked to make me happy most of the time. So he, every time he got praised, he was just like, oh, yay. So he was just always, you know, he's just my dog. He's my good boy.
0: He is a good boy. We almost ended up with another dog uh, for a brief period of time. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter at Cam Edwards, um, you may have seen. When was this? I think it was this, uh, last Thursday. Um, Stakem, the you know the frozen beef sheet people, uh, had tweeted me. I, I, I know the gentleman who runs the Stakem social media account, and he let me know about. He was he was publicizing this to everybody. It wasn't like he just reached out to me, but he was publicizing this to everybody. There's a dog in Baltimore at the Maryland SPCA, and the dog's name is Stakem. <laughs> And uh, somebody right. had actually already paid his adoption fees, had paid everything. They, somebody just needed to pick him up. He mm. was a pit bull or a pit bull mix. And, um, and like all day goes by and nobody's gone to pick up this dog f- for free, oh. you know? And so I said something on Twitter about if, if, steak, if nobody gets taken, I'm going up there tomorrow. <laughs> and, um, and I had a feeling like in Baltimore, one of the Baltimore TV stations even ran a story on them Thursday night. Oh, wow. So I thought, okay, I'm not going to drive five hours. I'm not going to get up at six o'clock in the morning and drive five hours because someone's going to take Steakum. Somebody did Yeah, good. get Steakum. And uh, somebody also got the other pit bull that I was thinking of. Uh, meat Bag was his name. Meat Wad. Meat Wad. Yes. Sorry. From, um, that's from Aqua uh, yeah, Teen Force. Hunger Force. Yes. So so somebody did get Meat Wad uh, and Steakum and, That's good and we, we, yeah we don't really we need, didn't need another a fourth dog. dog no now. not not at the moment no, no. Not at the moment if i will listen if i ever win the lottery this place is turned into a rescue, uh, just a dog sanctuary. As long as you build
1: a kennel for them, that's fine. We will. Put them all in the house. No, a, no, 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 no! Not pets all in the in house. in the house.
0: <laughs> You've got to turn at least a hundred before you get the dogs in the house. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. Like mean, have the, all the house, the, all the dogs in the house, and then my dream comes true. and I be an so, Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but not until they reach a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. No. Until I'm that old. If I listen, you if I win the lottery, have
1: cats. If you're not around when I'm a hundred, I might also have cats. Oh i uh, you know, I've got two right now. But they're not in the house. They're not. I would like to get one of those really fluffy cats with the pretty eyes. Okay. I don't know what they're called, but I've the always fluffy thought- cats with the pretty eyes. Yeah, the fluffy <laughs> cats with the pretty eyes. A per- purred Himalayan per- I don't know Persian, Persian? Himalayan. Persian? So one of those things. Yeah. It's okay. one of those. Or there's another one that I saw. It's a. It's like a dog cat. It's like a massive cat.
0: Is it a Maine coon hound? Or- yeah,
1: one of those. Like a somebody coon- in Not a England, but, but the Maine coon cat. Mm-hmm. It's huge. I'm like, oh, that would be a perfect cat for the big fluffy dogs of <laughs> right. a big fluffy cat. So
0: Well, yeah. so what's funny is with our, 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 our cats right now, one of them is super duper friendly with the dogs to the point that I'm afraid she's going to get eaten because she's going to mistake a coyote for a dog. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not going to be real friendly. It might be a
1: smell thing though. She knows our dog
0: smell. It, it might be, but she rolls around, lays on her back and presents her belly and Zelda will just come up and, you know, sniff on her and kind of like lick her face. and It's just so weird. <laughs> um, so right outside the door of my office, there's a nest and I noticed this bird building a nest about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And I tried to knock the nest down. And it kept trying to build it. And I tried I knock the nest down and come back and rebuild. I did this for like three or four days. And finally, I was like, all right, if the bird really wants to that put a nest here, place. Yeah. this really must be like the only place that they, you know, like, this is the perfect neighborhood, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, fine. Let them build a the nest. Um, I check about two weeks ago, and there are five eggs Like little tiny, this is a small nest, Yeah, it's a little tiny bird. This is probably a a swallow of some sort, maybe a barn swallow. Uh I mean, it's it's a tiny little bird. It's, you know what it is? It's one of those little brown birds that you ignore until it builds a nest right outside of your door.
1: Oh, that's the same kind that builds a nest in the wreath on the front porch. And right. I had to leave my Christmas wreath all up until the, the finally moved out and then I had to throw that wreath away because it was covered with bird poop. so yeah
0: so I've been checking every day I check and see and uh, two or three days ago I, I I check I put my my phone up and I take a picture or I oh. a little video right because okay. it's, it's above my eyesight and uh, I look and there's one tiny little bird and there are four eggs. Hmm. And the next day, there were two little tiny birds, and there were three eggs. But I'm, I'm recording this little video; they're not moving. So I'm like, "Man, these are like dead birds here. This is really sad." Got to the point that there were four of them, and one, uh, one egg left. Yeah, there might be the mom. I like, quit talking stuff about my babies. Uh, and there was one egg left, and I'm so I'm recording this record for like 15, 20 seconds, and for probably 12 seconds, they're completely still. And then I see all of them start to move. So, they are actually all alive now. Oh, okay. They're starting to get their little pin feathers. Oh, wow. uh, Right? And I've been told, and I've actually seen people do this on Twitter, because I mentioned this on Twitter, and so people are sharing their bird's nests with baby birds. Like, somebody has a robin uh, nest with the, you know, robin's egg blue uh, eggs. But if you whistle, right? If you do the sort of a bird whistle, they'll all open their mouths at the same time. It's so crazy. How funny. They're just like, oh, and they're waiting for their food. It,
1: oh, well, don't tease them.
0: Uh, well, I, yeah. So I tried. Yeah. And apparently I can't whistle like a bird because they did nothing. No, oh, okay.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but it is pretty neat to see. Like, yeah. it's just like in unison. All of their the mouths just open so wide.
1: Ah, I know. I, it's like they have a. Uh, Dislocatable hinges on their jaws. They just—it looks like their heads go like that reach commercial when they do, th- your flip head
0: flips back so you can bring all your teeth. Yeah, that's what those baby. Yeah, look you're like. right. So this weekend we're going to get to uh, hang out with some friends. We're going to go do some shooting, which will be fun. Yes, and uh, and and timely too because uh, we've got coming up in Virginia a special session uh, where Governor Ralph Northam is trying to uh, move past his blackface scandal and, uh, and and use this um, attack in Virginia Beach as the means by which to move past this blackface scandal. And he's proposing all kinds of gun control laws that would not have prevented the attack in Virginia Beach. And, that, uh, and it's, it's yeah. just gross. But um, uh, hopefully we'll be able to um, uh, get some, you know, if we, as the Speaker of the House said, uh, the governor calls us back into session, but we're the ones who decide what we're going to debate. And uh, so hopefully hopefully we'll get some actual real legislation. it will look at mental, things like mental health. It'll look at things like you know, security for government buildings. It'll they'll do that'll actually have some sort of useful purpose as opposed to another crack at these gun laws that, uh, yeah, by the way, have already been voted on and voted down uh, once this session in Virginia anyway. So oh, okay. So the friends that we're hanging out with are uh, they're 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 active gun owners. They're not the apathetic gun owners, so that's good. Uh, and they've got a great range setup as well. So oh, they do. And it's been like I said, it's been so wet down yeah. in our shooting area that I haven't really been able to use it. So yeah. I'm excited about actually getting a chance to go out and go shooting and have some fun. And, and I
1: have absolutely like little energy <clears throat> and not much wind to me anymore. That I'm afraid if I get down there, I'm not going to be able to get back up because of this very steep hill. We need to put like when we when we figure out a way to put a path down there, we need to put oh, a hard spot with a rope. Yeah. So that people like my sad old falling apart butt can at least pull themselves up the hill with the rope.
0: Well, you could get down there on the uh, riding lawnmower.
1: That's true. I could.
0: So little, you can get, you can get it's up. A little, and it's a little steep. you got to lean sketchy. back. I lean way back when I'm
1: going down that hill. Believe me, I've done it before because I've mowed down there.
0: <laughs> but you can, and you can get back up. I, I've i done it you this year. You lean so. you lean back. Right. Again, if we win the lottery, it would be nice to like contour and landscape that hill and provide yep. some right. But uh, for now, we can get down there.
1: And create a drainage system so that the water goes back to the creek.
0: Yeah. That would be, be good. That would be we nice, We could probably too. just
1: fill it up a little bit higher with moving, like, Put dig, dig, fill dig out the mountain. Now, dig out the hill a little and spread um, it out. Yeah, I don't know. That hill is so... It might be solid rock.
0: I mean, it is, yeah, it is so it's stony. A,
1: that's why we have our shooting range down there, because it's in a valley, and it's surrounded by boulders. Right. And the sides of the mountain. So yeah. it's a perfect spot,
0: because... A mountain. <laughs>
1: well, it's a pretty... It's mountainous area. I mean, there's up and down big, giant, rocky hills. It's a hill. Ouch. Whatever. all right? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, we're in the Piedmont. We're in a, we are. We're not on a flat place.
0: No. We're in the rolling hills, but right. we're not to the Appalachians. No, yet. we're not to the Appalachians. So We're on the rolling hills of Piedmont. Anyway. So we would love to hear uh, any summer plans that you might have, any weekend plans you've got coming up, and garden updates as well. The email address is 40acrefool at gmail.com. Also... Uh, Again, on Twitter, you can find me at Cam Edwards. You can find Miss E on Instagram at Corny Goat Farm. And many of you have, because I've had several people uh, talk to me on Twitter this week and say, Oh, I love your wife on Instagram. She's so funny. We uh, leave comments to each other. So, yeah.
1: Oh, so you were afraid. So, we haven't... Our peppers, because we, for the most part, used a lot of old seeds. And that's my fault. So, next year, we'll buy fresh. Anyway, uh, our peppers hadn't done that well. And you've got, like, what? Maybe how many plants down there? Twelve. Twelve. Well... Um, our friend at Dirty Knees Farm, and that's you can find her on Instagram at Dirty Knees Farm. She grows all kinds of stuff and she is growing ghosts and habaneros and some really hot ones too. So she's she'll have plenty of peppers
0: for us to do a pop pepper sauce this year. Yeah. So I'm excited about because that I was I was I was sad we were gonna get to do our, our pepper sauce. And we can probably start to make
1: Oh, yeah, we can totally. I just got to check and see how many bottles I have and see if I need to order any more.
0: Okay. Now, before we get to emails, there was one story that I wanted to mention, particularly for our friends in Virginia uh, who might be listening. I did not know that this was a thing, but the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services has a beehive distribution program where you can get free beehives, which they can run you a couple hundred bucks. Yes, they can. So A lot of money. July the 1st. Of this year, the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services will begin accepting applications for this fiscal year. It provides beehive equipment directly to eligible beekeepers. Residents of Virginia who are 18 years of age or older, uh, they're eligible to receive up to three beehive units per year. Individuals who submit an application for a beehive unit through the program will be registered as a beekeeper with the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. Um, The uh, uh, applications will be reviewed, and they will start... Pushing them out, I guess, um, in early July. I mean, like as soon as they start.
1: We should we should apply.
0: I know we really should.
1: Okay. July first. Tomorrow, and I'll go get find the application.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, I was excited about this. If you want more information, uh, you can go to vdacs.virginia.gov. and uh, actually, you can also talk to did you know that there's a state apiarist. I did not know that. There is. His name is Keith. Uh, Vabs—that's V A for Virginia. Vabs at vdacs.virginia.gov dot dot is uh, Keith's email address, the email for the state apiarist. Oh, if you nice. want more information about that, but yeah, I was excited when I saw that program.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: And they will run out of money. I mean, they they, they ran out of money last year. So, so get your
1: application in early.
0: Yep. Just in- not as early as us. Maybe wait till July second.
1: Yeah, don't do it. No, never mind. Don't don't even apply. Forget it. You didn't hear anything about free beehives.
0: <laughs> uh, Greg writing in. Uh, Greg, our uh, friend from uh, 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 Simplicity Farms. I almost said Serenity Farms, but Simplicity Farms. Uh, Greg says, I'm glad Miss E is feeling better. I am too. says, imagine sharing Pongo, the llama, as a teddy bear for Miss E. Your recent forty-year podcast ended great. I knew it would work. I'm more than happy to bring Pongo up again. Let me know. Lots of love. Did I show you Pongo? Yes, you did. I did. Okay. <laughs> you did. Okay. I'm listen, I'm 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 ready anytime, Greg. But we'll work out a uh, a time. Let's get through next week. We'll figure out what our schedule is going to be like, and uh, it will we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, Michael in Manchester, Michigan, writing in. Uh, talk about weird liquor laws. We are talking mm. about those yep. last time around, right? He says, we have the same thing in Michigan as they do in North Carolina, where you can't buy booze before noon on Sunday, but that's it. You can get any booze you want at Walmart, cold or room temperature beer, etc. CVS sells booze, too. Most stores do. Trader, oh, wow. Trader Joe's sells Charles Shaw, a.k.a. Two Buck Chuck. Yep, I know that one. He says, I think it's now $3 a bottle, which is very good wine. Uh, Whole Foods has a huge selection of beer. You can get booze at most restaurants, too. Little restaurant at the end of my street has a bar. He says, not that I partake. I rarely drink. Just not my thing. But it's within walking distance. Um, Tomorrow, he says, June the 2nd. So this has been a couple of days because we took last week off. Sorry about that. Uh, Michael Hughes Memorial Sheriff shoot for his son's shotgun team. He says, basically, the local deputies shoot trap against the kids on the team. Oh, nice. The kids invariably win, he says. Some of them are very good. But it's just for fun. Uh, Michael Hughes started the team several years ago, but he passed. Uh, before Mike and his family moved to Manchester, so we never met him. He says it's nice of the team to remember him with this annual event. Uh, He says it's also where they shoot the team hats of any team members who got their first 25 out of 25 in a trap or skeet round this year. He says my son got a 24 in trap and a 23 in skeet, but no 25s yet. Wow, though. Right? He says so they line everybody up, they put a water bottle inside the hat, they toss it, and everybody lights it up. (laughs) Uh, Mike says other than that things are fine there was a bit of a health scare with my wife's father whose COPD did not mix well with all of the pollen but he's home now oh good Uh, he says it's rained a lot there too like 23 of the last 30 days ugh farmers are not happy as they've been unable to get all their crops in but those who have them in haven't had to water them yeah yeah he says the ticks have been bad as well I just found one crawling up my leg while cleaning the boys shotgun chokes ick yeah I woke up the other morning I hate ticks I hate ticks so much woke up the other morning like 3.30 in the morning and I scratch behind my like an itch behind my knee, so I scratch. I'm like, what is that? Is that a scab? There's like a mosquito bite? No, I've never been bit there before. So you're three thirty in the morning, right? You're half asleep. So I'm like pulling on my the skin behind my knee, like, oh. and I felt something come off, and I was like, oh, so I had to get out of bed and go into the bathroom, turn the light, and I'm like, look, and I'm like, Tick. yeah, Tick. So yeah. And I've been scratchy ever. I've been itchy ever since. I'm glad they
1: stay on your side of the bed, though.
0: They really do. You <laughs> haven't had you haven't had really to worry about them this year. No, I've had probably eight tick bites this year. Ow! It's been Ow. awful.
1: And I've been milking the goats. You think I? I know them jumping on me.
0: So part yeah. of it, I think, is well, I got like three bites when I went to go to Jesse Stewart's place in Kentucky. That you that,
1: always get it. at least. You didn't I know. get chiggers. This no,
0: time. I know. I'm not going back there till it's the winter time. <laughs> I, I've already decided. I would love to go see it. I've been in there in the summer. I've been there in sort of the late spring. Um, next time, is I'm going to go in the winter. Yeah. See what it's like when it's like 15 degrees out. And there's no bugs. Yes. Mike in Manchester also says, I'd get a Corny Goat Farm t-shirt. That would be cool. Oh, somebody else said that on Instagram. Okay, good. T-shirt. So we we hopefully will actually be able to do this here before long. I've got a couple of designs that are in the pipeline. They're, we've got an artist who's working on them. Um, we've been talking about a, a shirt that just says... Be safe, have fun, or maybe even just live a little, learn a lot, and make stuff. Yeah, right. Which I think would be kind of cool. Yep. So, if you've got any ideas for uh, Coney Goat me try that again. If you have any ideas for corn, Corny Goat Farm, Corny Goat farm, is, farm. Thank you. This is
1: also forty acres in a full,
0: though. That is true. So, which is it?
1: It could be both. Okay, there you go.
0: If you if you, know, if you have any design ideas, let us know. If we use them, we'll give you a free T-shirt.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice.
0: How about that? Somebody right. Somebody a... <laughs>
1: They get a free drink because they know me at the Virginia Tasting Cellar. I was like, no, that's not how it works. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no.
1: You, you can't say, I know the goat's owner, and get, a, and get a free beverage. Nope. Sorry, don't try that.
0: Nope. And uh, our friend Brian from Compton right in, in as well. He says, uh, terrible weather out here. He says, you asked for weather horror stories. Wife and I went camping this weekend in the mountains near San Diego. Got down to the mid-50s at night, he says. It was terrible. We had to get the warm blanket. <laughs>
1: Oh no, must have been so cold for your toes. Yeah, right.
0: You guys have been getting some rain too, though, Brian. Anyway, he says, glad to hear Mrs. E is up and about. Best wishes to you both. Live a little, learn a lot, and don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> I like that one. Maybe that'll
0: be the, uh, the Brian t-shirt special. Yeah, there right? we go. <laughs> so that is going to do it for this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool. Thank you for spending some time with us, and we certainly do appreciate it. Um, again, email address, 40acrefool Instagram, Corny Coat Farm, Twitter, at Cam Edwards. And until we talk again, be safe, have fun, live a little, learn a lot,
1: and make stuff.
0: 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network.